like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Some wonderful music today for Song of the Soul. Our guest will be Jeff White self-described on his website as alt-country and western folk, and he's located in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, just a smidgen north of Eau Claire, where Song of the Soul originates from. Among other things, Jeff leads up a regular open-mic musicians gathering at the Tomahawk Room in Chippewa Falls. He also likes to combine gastronomy with music hence trips to New Orleans, where he also visits with Walter Kraft, who has been here twice for Song of the Soul. I ran into him on the stage when Bernie Sanders came to town just before the Wisconsin primary and got a hold of Jeff as soon as I could get him after one of his New Orleans outings. Jeff White joins us today in person. Jeff, thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. It's a pleasure to be here, Mark. And it was a pleasure to see you at the Bernie Sanders concert. I mean, you're, it was a concert for you. For him, it was a wonderful speech. How did you enjoy that environment? Well, that was kind of nerve-wracking for me. Uh, I got a phone call from the Bernie camp, and they asked if I could do the concert tomorrow for 3,400 people. And I had just woken up. And, <laughs> uh, you know, realistically, I was thinking... Uh, geez, no, I don't want to do that, <laughs> you know, because who in their right mind wants to just, you know, go alone on a stage in front of 3,400 people when you haven't done that very much in your life. But I knew it was something I had to do, and I'm a big Bernie supporter, so I just thought, yeah, let's do this, and it was a wonderful time. So I don't want to be too indiscreet here. Did you have to change your soiled jeans after having that crowd in front of you? It must have been pretty imposing. Well, you know, once I'm on stage, I feel natural. I know what I'm doing musically, lyrically. It's really the beforehand that makes me nervous, but I believe nervous energy is a good thing. You can do a lot with it. Well, and you did something good with it that day. That was my introduction to Jeff White. So I got to see you that day on concert, tracked you down, said, hey, would you come on Song of the Soul? In part because I heard the content of what you were singing, and I said, this is a message that's going to resonate with my listeners as well. Could you give me the broad overview of your musical career? Well, that's a question. <laughs> I started going to concerts at the University of Eau Claire at the cabin, and I would watch some cool bands, you know, some college bands, and I just loved the energy that was happening in the room. And I really thought, 
man, if I could do this, I would be a happy camper, you know? So I asked my mom, well, I told my mom, you know, my sister, she had clarinet lessons, she played the violin, she did all these things, and all throughout school, I, I didn't immerse myself in music in the school sense. So I asked my mom if she'd buy me a guitar, and I, I laid down all those facts beforehand, and she thought, that seems logical. So I did something with it, and I've been playing ever since uh, 16. I got into this band that my friends asked me to to be a singer for. I wasn't a singer at the time. I was I was just kind of put into place into this band and and I started playing guitar more and then started playing my first shows and I I think I just became addicted and I've always liked being creative and writing and being a musician for me is a way for me to to write out my ideas in a fun way and give my ideas to an audience. The way that you've done that has included getting out at least two CDs. I, I understand there's one other CD in the nebulous past, Best Forgotten, maybe. But the two CDs that I've heard, I've really enjoyed the music you do. You seem to be equally interested in the lyrics and in the music you're playing. You play with music. There's long intros to a number of your songs. So would you be just fine doing instrumental as well? Because it, it seems to me like that would really captivate you and, and release all your creative juices. You know, I, I have done instrumentals. I really should write some more. I've really been, you know, heavily influenced by people who are saying something important. You know, I'm a big Dylan, Tom Waits, Kate Wolf. I really love the combination of music and words and ideas together. There's just more facets to it. But, you know, if you write an instrumental and you, you're playing an instrumental... The listener can go wherever they want to in their head. And giving that to somebody is really important as well. I do want to get us started right away with your music, Jeff. Since I did meet you, in effect, at the Bernie Sanders campaign, where you played a very important song about four elements of our society, how about you introduce folks to your song, Tobacco, Oil, Drugs, and Gun? Why that song? Where did it come from? And why did you choose to share it at the Bernie event? Well, Tobacco, Oil, Drugs, and Guns, I thought would be a perfect song to start the morning off. It's the four main entities that control all votes, money, and power in America. You know, tobacco, big oil, drugs, as in the pharmaceutical industry, and actually the arms trade is our number one moneymaker, uh, selling arms to other countries. I, I looked it up online, and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm creating this album called American Reality. And, yeah, you know, it's some songs I feel like can be dangerous, and that one seems dangerous. I don't know if a lot of people know the information of that song. I usually let my songs speak for themselves without explaining them too much. And I, I know that the people I admire usually do the same thing with that as well. But I'm not against oil. I use oil in my car. It's just the reality of the situation of how everything works when it comes to votes, money, and power. And now music. And so we're going to listen to Jeff White's song, Tobacco, Oil, Drugs, and Guns. Get ready for quite a ride, folks. Jeff White. Jeff White. 
Congress for big profits under the American sun. Tobacco, oil, drugs, and guns. Smoking's cool, kid, it ain't no sin. For investing in our fine cash crop We'll keep making it so you won't want to stop We all gotta make money And lots of it sure is fun Tobacco, oil, drugs and guns song from Jeff White's 2008 recording, American Reality. The song is Tobacco, Oil, Drugs, and Guns. I first heard it at a Bernie Sanders event here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, back about a month ago. It was quite something being in the midst of the 3,400 people who were indoors in addition to the didn't fit in the building here. And that song seemed to be a perfect kickoff song for that day. Again, Jeff White is here, his website, jeffwhitemusic.org. 
track him down there, get him to come to your neighborhood, bring his low rumbling voice to your area. So, Jeff, when you go around, what kind of venues do you like to play besides being before 3,400 people? You said that was unusually large for you. What kind of settings do you usually play in? I'm a fan of a lot of different kind of music, and I honestly like to play a lot of different kinds of venues. I don't like anything monotonous in my life. I, I like to change things up and see where things go. So like a lot of times I'll play wine bars or brew pubs, uh, but sometimes I can just stand in a corner and put the lights on and play these backwoods country bars and sing and dance and make people have a good time. Or I can, you know, sit at a winery and let people just relax and look at nature and play some acoustic you know, relaxing songs that you can just kick back, relax, and listen to music that makes you contemplate life. And you can't really do that in a backwoods country bar, even though I like to play both venues. Realistically, I like to play venues where people are paying attention. But honestly, the reality of that, especially in America, I've toured four different countries in America. A lot of people are in tune with the millions of eye candy around them on the walls, and people are having a hard time paying attention to lyrics. So every venue calls for a different setting musically or lyrically even. Do you also play house concerts? Do you get that kind of a setting? Because that's a place where I think you'd really have people paying attention. I think the coffee house kind of setting used to be a place where people would pay attention. Yes. Way back when, at the turn of the century, <laughs> the coffee house setting was the perfect place for that. There's no money in it. It is a very expensive profession to be in. You do need to make money. If you're going to if you're going to really focus on your art, you need to make money doing it. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And if there's no money in the venue, you can't play it because, you know, I just bought a guitar I needed to. My headstock of my other one broke. So it's, you know, $2,300, you know. If you're doing this for a profession, you need to do this at a venue that pays. And house concerts are a great way to do that. I have played a few of those. One in Cincinnati at my friend Dan Ross's place. What was wonderful about that is uh, he called all of his luthier friends and they all brought their guitars. And, you know, behind me is like, you know, 15 different guitars. And every song I get to choose another guitar and play. So I'm in heaven, you know, hopefully they're in heaven. And, yeah, I do like community when it comes to music. It's a form of communication. That's what I'm trying to do is communicate in a either a pleasant way. You know, every song is different. So it's multiple facets of forms of communication is what songs are to me. The true geniuses in the music industry that have been around for decades are constantly doing that. They're constantly changing up how they're putting their art out for the ear. You know, if you're listening to the same kind of music for decades, so be it. But, you know, for me, I... I need change all the time, and that's what I try to project is versatility and change. Well, then let's change it up from talking to playing. What song would you like to share next for your Song of the Soul, Jeff? Uh, Ballad of Thunder Road. This actually is a song written by Robert Mitchum, the famous actor. I'm not 
too big of a fan of the original version of it, but I heard the song, I heard the lyrics, and I wanted to masculinize it. I kind of consider this song an action-adventure song. So a song to me is like, is like watching a movie, but you have an unlimited budget. You can do anything you want. This is my interpretation of Robert Mitchum's song that he wrote for the movie Ballad of Thunder Road that came out in the 60s or 70s. Uh, I forget the date as of right now. Time for some thunder, folks. Jeff White, Ballad of Thunder Road. Not a 
folks with Jeff White. The song's not by him, it's by Robert Mitchum. Ballad of Thunder Road is the song, and I mean, this is Jeff White's version of it, so it's got his imprint on it big time. It's quite an adventure. Uh, do you relate to any of the ideas in it? Uh, maybe there's Moonshine Up in Your Place by Chippewa Falls? <laughs> well, I'm not aware of any. <laughs> uh Sometimes your heart just needs the race and your mind needs the race and using certain tones to make that happen is just, you know, adventurous. There are different realities to how people live in America. And that song was sort of the beginnings to NASCAR. It was, you know, way back when guys would soup up their cars specifically to outrun the cops because they're hauling an illegal substance that happened to be moonshine and they would get together and race their fast cars together and that essentially was the beginnings of nascar i'm not a huge nascar fan or anything like that but i'm a huge fan of action adventure songs and you've got all kinds of songs that you could share with us that song is from something called renegade revelations which came out in 2013 so that's five years in between. I think you're producing a lot more songs than that. Is it just that you can't spend the time in the studio long enough to get them recorded? I could spend a million hours in the studio, but, uh, you know, studio is expensive. And, you know, I tend to play maybe 150, 160 shows a year. I'm a big fan of nature, and I know this is kind of going off, but, but you know, I, I like to do so many different things in life that, if I was only playing live shows and only recording, I just feel like I would miss out on the rest of the world. So sometimes I go a few years between making another album. But when you're in the studio, it's one of those things that you just wish, at the time, you wish that you could just live there for a couple of weeks and just keep going and going and going. But, you know, everything costs money. Well, since we're burning up the bucks right now, let's get another copy of your songs out there. What do you want to share next, Jeff? Uh, Poor Boy Blue. I'll talk about that. Uh, if you're going to be a good writer, you need to be honest. And that song is, you know, I'll let the song speak for itself for the most part. But it's about, I mean, honestly, I've been divorced twice. That was about my first divorce. And... It's sort of an apology song to how it all turned out. If you're going to try to become an enlightened person, 
I believe in confronting the past in an honest way and releasing the negative and seeing how you've made mistakes in your life and maybe trying to put out information that would help others cope. You know, music is also therapy. So partly it's therapy for myself and partly it's therapy for others who've went through a divorce or separation. And, you know, there's a lot of truth to this song poetically. It's called Poor Boy Blue, and we're going to follow it with another song, Please Come Back to Me, on a related theme, both by Jeff White. I stared into the sun, burned up every wall. Deep down, I knew it was nothing but a catch 22. There's nothing that a poor boy could do Seldom on the prowl It happened anyhow Hindsight says I wish I knew then what I know
song was Please Come Back to Me from Jeff White's 2001 album Till the Last String Dies, which I threw in there to follow Poor Boy Blue, selected by Jeff for his Song of the Soul today. A really moving song for Song of the Soul, a Northern Spirit Radio production. We're on the web at northernspiritradio.org in addition to all the stations across the U.S. where our program's carried. On our site, you'll find almost 11 years of our programs for free listening and download. You'll also find connections to our guests. So when you want to track down Jeff White, you don't necessarily have to remember that his website is jeffwhitemusic.org. A lot more connections you'll find via the website and a place to post comments. We really prefer two-way communication. So when you visit, please post a comment and let us know what you're thinking. There's also a place to donate, and that's how this full-time work is supported. It's through your donations. It's not through the corporations. It's not through government. It's through people who believe that this kind of programming adds something to our landscape. And speaking of adding to landscape, I strongly urge you to support local community radio stations. They provide such a wonderful alternative in news and music that you get nowhere else on the American soundscape. So please, start by supporting your local community radio station. Again, this is Song of the Soul, and Jeff White is here today. I heard him perform at a Bernie Sanders event here in Eau Claire about a month ago, and his music has been reverberating in my brain ever since. I knew I needed to get to know him more deeply, and that's why he's joined us today. We just heard his song, Poor Boy Blue, relating to the aftermath, the emotional, I think, learning that comes from a divorce. And I've had one myself. I'm in a marriage now of 22 years, but to some degree, I have to say it's both luck and learning that's gotten me this far. And thankfully, Jeff is providing some of the learning that maybe helps each of us take that next step that we need to seeing ourselves clearly. And your music does that a lot, Jeff. Would you say that's kind of an explicit part of it? You said explicit part of why you do music. You did say that it's therapy for yourself. Yeah, I think all art is therapy for yourself and to show how the brain works for others, you know, in its creative form. I believe in creating music and creating everything. I, I, you know, I've become more in tune with, you know, we were talking about God and I agree that, you know, the word God is a word to describe what God is. In a lot of religious books, they will call God the creator and that God lives in all of us and we are all one. And I'm really beginning to believe that, that if God is the creator, we should also create. And right now I'm building a pond. It's back-breaking work, but I'm loving it. You know, even though 
you know, I went to the chiropractor, you know, <laughs> you know, a few times. I'm still doing it though. It's not like, ah, oh, that hurts. I don't want to do it. You know, there's good work takes a lot of effort and sometimes there's pain involved, but the outcome is such a beautiful thing. And, and it's not only songs, it's everything in life. I think people should constantly create. Once you stop creating, I think depression sets in. You should create using every tool you can that is around you at all times. If it's not good, then don't show anybody, but just do it. You know, If it's good, show people. More people should be creating whatever it is. And with that in mind, let's show off another one of your creations, one that you let other people see. I assume there are songs that went to the tomb unknown by other <laughs> folks. What do you want to share next, Jeff? Uh, Renegade Revelations. It's the, the title track to my last album. So when I went into the studio you know, to record this album, I brought my acoustic Martin and an electric Telecaster. And I was waiting in the recording room for the engineer, uh, Evan Middlesworth. He's a, a great engineer and producer. He was setting up his stuff, and, and I put my guitar down, and I looked to the left, and there was this, this cool-looking guitar, and I realized it was a Bischoff, uh, Gordy Bischoff, a handmade baritone. So I just, you know, while I was waiting, I just picked that up and plugged it into an amp, and you know, I was just experimenting with this, and I didn't realize that Evan, the engineer, was recording this, but I was creating in, in a natural state, and I created the intro to this next song, and, and I thought, you know what? Let's record this song with that awesome masculine baritone, you know? So after we recorded the first song, I thought, oh, man. Man, to do a, most of a whole album like this would be fantastic. So going into the studio, I had an, an entire different idea of what I was going to do. And, you know, creativity can change in a split second. The minute you put out an album, you're already doing other things musically. So, so you have to backtrack and show people these songs that you've been doing months ago. But you're already moving forward creatively with other styles. With the lyrics with this song, there's a lot of archaic language from the West that I don't hear much anymore. And I wanted to incorporate a lot of this a lot of this language into this song. And this is another action-adventure song using field recordings. We got chains on the ground and, you know, like I said before, you know, creating a movie in your head. You can go anywhere in, in your head with what you envision. The song, back in the old days, there was radio and people tuned in and it, you know, even on WPR or NPR late at night on a Saturday night, if you tune in at like 10, 11 o'clock at night, midnight, somewhere in there, uh, you'll hear these old radio shows and your brain goes all over the place uh, just thinking because you're using your own imagination. And that's what I wanted to incorporate into this song as well, using sounds and certain feelings that would take take you somewhere and that's what i like about songs is you know a little bit of education fun and action and vibe 
and we'll get all of that and more, including saddle tramps and devil's trumpets and mule and fire and riding hard, and all of that's included in Renegade Revelations by Jeff White. Renegade Revelations, that's title track of Jeff White's latest CD. Uh, although I imagine that there's another one burbling up in anytime soon. Uh, how soon are we going to expect something out of you, Jeff? You've already told me earlier today that you're a perfectionist, so I imagine that stretches out the time between CDs. <laughs> yes, it does. I recently went on a, uh, on a trip. I was going to go with my girlfriend down to New Orleans, to visit my good friends, uh, Walter and Carolyn Kraft. 
and a few things came up in my girlfriend's life and she couldn't go down. You know, I book music three months in advance and I had a week off and I thought, okay, well, instead of going on a vacation, what, how can I use my time wisely? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to travel down to New Orleans and I'm not going to put on any CDs, any radio. I've got all these melodies in my head. I'm going to focus on writing these songs and getting them done. So I, at the end of the week, I was able to write four songs and complete them. I also rented a shack in Mississippi. And when I say shack, I really mean a shack. It was rusty metal, roof, sides, wood floor. And I brought two guitars and I just sat down and played some old melodies and some new melodies and, and wrote lyrics. And when you're by yourself and you're moving forward, uh, what I mean by that is like when I talk on the phone, I, I tend to pace because I think clearly when I'm moving forward, I, I know that's an odd idea, but uh, in the car, I was I think that's what I'm going to do every year in some form or another. Uh, maybe next year I'll take a train or something. Uh, but if imagery is moving forward and I'm moving through it, a.k.a. the windshield and you know the side windows, I can think clearly. And, and instead of talking to somebody next to me, I can just honk my horn on occasion with the pen on the steering wheel with a notebook and, you know, get some work done. <laughs> uh, by the way, I don't recommend doing that, but, uh, you know, but, you know, they made freeways for a reason. <laughs> and that implies uh, within the next year, a new CD? I really am hoping. I, I do have some older material that I haven't recorded and some new material, so I can essentially go into the studio and start this at any moment. So thanks for the reminder on that. I think I'm going to start very, very soon. Well, I'll be checking in on you next week, Jeff. There is one thing that I picked out that I wanted to share with the folks, and that's a bit of your poetry to more fully round out their picture of what you do. So, folks, here's Jeff's poem, I Used to Live in the Country. Go ahead, Jeff. There were songbirds in the hillsides, in the maples and the oaks, golden corn alfalfa fields and warm, gentle folk. And each and every season was rich in memory. Yeah, I used to live in the country, but the city moved to me. I never cared for the bright lights or the flashing neon glow. The patterns and the little stars were all I cared to know. And I used to stare at nothing for as far as the eye could see. Yeah, I used to live in the country, but the city moved to me. The sun-setting sky swept the skyscraping silos and pulled its stonewashed night across the creeks and the meadows. And I can still see the moonlight through the cracks of the barn and the constant construction of blankets of yarn. And when I looked up into the sky, I couldn't tell if that was a firefly or a shooting star. On the windy hill we waited for the coming of the storm. And thunderstruck we watched as it unleashed its changing form. Over yonder, past the county line, where the horizon used to be. Yeah, I used to live in the country, 
but the city moved to me. So you see, folks, that Jeff White is multimodal, and you probably understand him a bit more deeply because of his poem, I Used to Live in the Country. But we have to conclude this pretty quickly. Time for one more tune. How do you want to conclude your Song of the Soul, Jeff? Well, uh, this one, I tried to create a, a sensual, slow, sensual song. You know, humans have so many different feelings and what I mean by feelings is vibes, you know, vibrations, you know, you know, some days you're mad, some days you're cranky, you're happy, you know, uh, I wanted to make a, a slow, sensual song that you can throw on and get in the mood, essentially, you know, I'm always looking for music like that. So I thought I'd create something like that as well for others. And what Jeff has left out is the name of the song. It's Want to Get Lost. We're going to play that right now, and we're going to send Jeff on his way to the studio to start recording that next CD. Again, Jeff White has been here today for Song of the Soul. His website is jeffwhitemusic.org. But, of course, there's a link on nordenspiritradio.org. So you can always come to our site and connect with any of our wonderful guests. On his site, you'll find more about Jeff, including where he'll be performing, get two of his albums, American Reality and Renegade Revelations, and another one that I'm pretty sure he's promising us will be available within the next year. Be patient, folks. Thanks so much, Jeff, for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Thank you very much for having me. Want to Get Lost, last song today for Jeff White's Song of the Soul. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance today, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. Want to Get Lost.
face was flushed. I love how you're so shy when you seduce. A beautiful blush comes and waves and moves through. Bathing in Bordeaux And your own sleepy eyes Became my muse Slipping slowly in To our little world Sliding into spoons theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy Let in the light It will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song